Welcome to Blessed and Abundant, the podcast that empowers you to stop being average and start living life more abundantly. We are your hosts, Kayla and Mate, and we are so excited to help you live an abundant life spiritually, emotionally, and relationally, babes. Welcome, dear people. We missed you all. Uh, We had a little break. You didn't know that we had a break because we recorded a lot of our podcasts up front, but... Yeah, we had a little break, and here we are. I'm I'm pumped about this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, yeah. It's the behind the scenes. This is a current one that we're recording, but our other ones are not current. We already recorded them for this month. Yes. So you'll be hearing from Kayla and Mate in the past and the present. Past and present, yeah. Right? True. Isn't true. that true? That is true. And one of the things that we did... This is why we wanted to wait mm-hmm. to record this one is because we wanted it to be um, real time because something that me and Mate do, we did it for the first time last year, is have a couple's vision retreat. This is our way of preparing for a new year. We like to do it in between Christmas and New Year's so that we start the new year knowing exactly what God's direction is over our lives, over our ministry, over our marriage and everything that follows so it's something that i know we really loved the last time around and we were so excited to do it this year so we have a lot to share from that and some things that we've learned and i'm just really excited because i think right everybody in the new year is like okay this is going to be the year where i grow spiritually this is going to be the year where my ministry takes off whatever it is you have these grand expectations But the best thing we can do as believers is seek the Lord first to Mm. see what his will and his vision is for our lives. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, it's going to be super excited, super exciting. And this is not just we did it as a couple, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but we also did it in a way as an individual, as you're going to hear later about it. So it doesn't matter if if you're a couple, if you're married, engaged, you do it with your with your partner mm-hmm. together but if you're single a hundred percent this is something i didn't do that i discovered lately mm-hmm. uh and i feel like i wish that i knew this so that i could do it uh, during my imagine singleness season every year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's a game changer yeah that would have been great so hmm. i have a bit of a a hot take So bear with me, people. But if you are on Instagram or on TikTok, even though I'm not on TikTok, but I'm assuming it's the same, (laughs) Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, I'm pretty sure you have been seeing everybody, especially even in the Christian world, that is just so after their goals and visions for 2024. And it can be so easy to get wrapped up in it, right? There are videos about how to make a vision board, videos about how to set goals and accomplish them, videos about how to become that Christian girl and all the things that that entails. Mm -hmm. And I think it can be so easy to get wrapped up in that and to start making self-made goals in self-made visions and you watch these videos and there's nothing wrong with these videos it's so important to make goals and visions but when it comes from us it has a completely different outcome than when it comes from the lord and i've just been feeling this conviction because 
I'm one of those girls that love to watch those videos, love to look at those reels. And in the past, like you said, I used to go crazy at the beginning of the year, writing down, okay, I want to uh, get ab lines this year. I want to drink a lot of water. I want to read the Bible in a year. I want to start doing a small group, whatever it is, right? And these things are all amazing things. But we are missing Jesus in this chaos. And it's hard to even see that sometimes. But in my past experience, when I had these crazy goals that I set, it actually took me away from Jesus because I was so caught up in maintaining my self-made goals, my self-made vision. And not only did those things not come to pass, but like I said, it took me away from Jesus because even though I was doing the right things, even though I was reading the Bible in the year, even though I was journaling every single day, even though I was, you know, setting time aside for prayer, it was a routine and it was something that I was checking off my list and it was not out of a place of love and Jesus was not the focus. And I think that's something that we have to really check our hearts because if we are Christians, we are Christ followers. And that means that Jesus is our model. And if Jesus is our model, we see all throughout scripture that Jesus did not do his own will, but he did the father's Mm -hmm. will. So I don't want to be here doing my will for my life, my goals, my vision. No, Lord, what is your will over my life? And I will die to my desires, to my ideas, because I know that his way is better. And we also know, again, Jesus is our model. Like we only want to do what we see the father doing and say what we know the father is saying. And there's no way we can do that unless we seek him on that and get his vision and his idea of that. And the other part of it too is like when God speaks something over your life, guess what? A, he's a promise keeper and he does not lie and it comes with his power to accomplish that thing because his word does not return void. So you also know that if he is the one who is saying, okay, in this year, you are going to build a small group. In this year, you're going to have a thriving community. You better believe that that's going to happen because he said it. Mm -hmm. But if I go and say it, I then have to maintain that. It is in my will, in my power. And I'm not as strong as the Lord. I'm not as wise as the Lord. (laughs) And I don't have the strength that the Lord has. So I think this is just like a good thing for us to check our hearts and to check ourselves that we don't want to go into this year being Mm self-centered. As Christians, we are to die to ourselves day in and day out and put his will and his vision above our own. Yeah. That is so good, babe. I love how Bill Johnson said it one time during his sermon. He said, whatever we built with our own mm-hmm. hands, we need to sustain with our own hands. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's why we don't finish our goals. Right. That's why we burn out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why everything that we're doing for the Lord suddenly starts to feel like striving. Because he never told us right. to do it. <laughs> right. And so we are doing this on our own strength and wondering, like, what's happening? Why am I so tired? Why is this not working? I'm doing a good thing, Lord. Well, maybe he never told you to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking this because I've been that guy. Because ask Kayla, I'm always the one 
who wants to and needs to do something not out of like bad motives or something mm-hmm. i just i i love growth and yeah. i love doing something and when babes is tired and she takes a afternoon nap which is perfectly fine i can't it's like my heart won't allow me because i want to do something so i really know uh where like this is coming from and this this just desire to do something for the lord which is a brilliant desire um but we need to seek him as you babe said mm-hmm. and i feel like when we talk about the vision from like a biblical perspective it's interesting that we see this vision and mission everywhere around the world we see it every company does it every single mm-hmm. company has a mission has a vision has goals for the year yeah. like the world this is how the world is set because the world recognizes how important this is and we need this wide picture and then a little smaller picture so we don't know so we know the steps so I, i'm wondering and this is what i was wondering this year when we did our vision retreat why the heck didn't i do this earlier because mm-hmm. if everybody's doing it why am i not doing it for my life and why are we not doing it for for our lives when I'm I'm just going to be I'm I'm going to walk blindly. I'm going to be blind yeah. and walking and asking the Lord every single step of, of the way, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I was that guy like every like every other day I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, Lord, this opportunity or this, like do you want right. me to do this? Do you want me to do this?" And do you want and what do you think, Lord? Because I didn't know where I was going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's interesting that it says in the book of Proverbs 29:18 that one of probably one of the most quoted uh, Bible verses about vision is that people without vision perish. Mm-hmm. And the word vision actually means like revelation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having a prophetic vision, basically the Lord telling you having something that the Lord has put on your heart, then, then you are accomplishing without it. You are lost. People are perishing. Mm-hmm. People are lost and they don't know what they're doing. And I love as I was as I was thinking about this topic, I was just the Lord started reminding me of all of these Bible examples that started opening up in my mind. One of amazing examples is Nehemiah and how when the Lord told him to to go to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, the first thing he did, he prayed, and then he walked around the walls to assess the mm-hmm. walls. Like he, it's, it literally says he sur- surveys the walls. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing that Nehemiah is looking at all the like cracks and stuff in the walls and and doing a strategy. He is writing down the strategy how am I'm going to rebuild these walls and mm-hmm. he did it in 52 days what before they couldn't do it in some say 50, 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and this is January is perfect. So many so many churches are fasting, everybody's right. fasting and doing this vision retreat. January is perfect because it's time to stop and literally go around the your life and around the walls of your life and assess okay what did not work where are the cracks in my life in our marriage in our relationship Mm -hmm. in what we are doing lord this did not work so how can we make it better and we're going to tell it later uh how how did we actually Mm -hmm. how do we actually do it and then after Nehemiah, I'm just I'm just telling like just a few examples Mm -hmm. there's so many in the bible we have Joseph Joseph in 
and in Egypt and Joseph as he was a, a slave he was imprisoned he you remember the, the the story guys the Pharaoh has a dream about uh, seven fat cows and seven uh, skinny cows and uh, the Potiphar uh, remember the cupbearer remembers mm -hmm. the, the the Joseph Pharaoh asks Joseph to to interpret a dream and what does Joseph do Joseph is actually interpreting the dream and giving the strategy for literally next 14 years mm -hmm. for the whole country for Egypt which is the main force at that time and not only he's in a way saving Egypt he's opening the doors for God's chosen people to come there and to 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 survive because of the strategy so the Lord is all about strategy and giving us the answers mm -hmm. giving us the, the the solutions giving us the way to to walk mm -hmm. um we i'm just going to tell a couple of more examples when we when we read the book of joshua his main task was to enter the land and conquer the land mm -hmm. like he knew what he was supposed to do that was his assignment mm -hmm. so again lord told him what to do but then we see in in judges i think it's seven we see uh the walls of Jericho, 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 the walls of Jericho. Okay, now the Lord has given me, given him even more specific strategy for that specific, for that specific town, for that yeah. specific fortress. How are you gonna do this? So there is something, and the Lord really wants to partner, partner with us in in this strategy and this vision. And the last uh, example, obviously, I'm gonna mention is you already, you already open up the door a bit with is Jesus mm. we know that Jesus as he was growing up that he read he was reading the scriptures he was reading the old testament he was reading the the pentateuch the five the first five books he was reading the prophets mm -hmm. and he knew they were all speaking about him mm -hmm. and from reading that, Jesus already knew what was he supposed to be doing. He knew that he's going to be, that he was going to be tortured. We see in Isaiah, he's going to be tortured, that he's going to die for our sins. We also knew <clears throat> from Isaiah, uh, which he himself is quoting Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and everything that he's going to do. So Jesus also had this, in a way, vision mm -hmm. for his life and a big picture, but then it comes very interestingly, as as you said, he also walked every day with the Father mm -hmm. so that he can see. So he was doing only what he saw the Father doing and saying only what he saw the, the what he hear the Father saying. Mm -hmm. And I think when we look of all of these examples, and there's many more, how they all knew the big picture. What is their assignment? Mm -hmm. What are they supposed to be doing? And then walked every day with the Lord uh in his presence and and just being uh tangible to his voice okay what is the specific thing that you still want me still want me to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i wanna i wanna say just something that's on my heart that's making my life so much easier after this vision retreat mm -hmm. I told you I was I was the type of a person who I would always look at Lord, what do you want me to do? I want to follow your will. What about this? What about this? What about that? But now when as the Lord showed us the big picture for our lives, it's so much easier to mm -hmm. discern as sometimes everyday questions about should we do this or should we not right. do this? If it aligns with the big picture and what the Lord has been calling us to do, I'm saying yes because he already told me to do. I don't need to ask mm -hmm. him. 
sometimes it's going to be seeking him but yeah it's making my life so 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 much easier and that means the world to me yeah yeah yeah, it's a game changer like i remember last year no not last year was it last year technically yeah (laughs) our last year of global like i knew that the lord had told me that it was actually going to be a season of no's that i was supposed to be saying no to opportunities Uh because if i said yes to every opportunity then i would miss his will so like you said it was easier that when things would come up i knew most of the time that i was like oh this is a no I didn't yes. need to seek him on everything because I knew in my heart that it didn't match what he already told me. That, exactly. That's what I, that's what I was missing literally my whole life. Mm-hmm. My whole yeah. life. And I think that's what you were talking about, babes, was just so important about what we see in the Bible because I think it's a huge misconception that we think God is not strategic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think being a Christian is just blindly following, blindly getting up every single day and just going out there. But... God is a God of strategy. All of your examples prove that. He is a God of detail. We see that, especially in the Old Testament with building the tabernacle. Like He cares about the details and he cares about the big vision. And it's both of those things. And I feel like people are always asking me sometimes advice for their life. Like, oh, I'm going through this thing, but I'm feeling resistance. I'm feeling this, blah, 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 blah. And my first question is always, well, what has the Lord said? Uh-huh. Like, what has he said over over this part of your life? And it's up to us to seek him. Yes, it's... I think there was also something I wanted to share, and you just open it up. It's up to us to seek him. And I feel like sometimes that's how I would feel before when I didn't knew this. I felt like God is, in a way, uh, hiding himself uh from me hiding himself from us mm-hmm. and that i i need to like really 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 work hard to find out his will and he doesn't want to reveal his will etc but mm-hmm. it's actually sometimes he is hiding but he's hiding for us in a way that he wants us to dive deeper he wants us to seek him so that he can tell us so that we can grow and we can progress and we can go further and further and further and that that's exactly what we did in our vision retreat yeah i read something in that book rooted last night which is so true god is not the type of father who will like throw you in the deep end of a pool and just watch you try to get out of it Mm-hmm. He is the God. He's Emmanuel. He is a He's God with us. He's not a cruel father that's just like, here, I'm going to throw you in this season and not tell you a stinking thing. And I'm just going to wait to see if mm-hmm. you can survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not what he does. It's not his character. Not his he is there with you if you look and find him. Yeah. He's not torturing us to be like, huh, let's see. Let's see if you get this right. Let's see if you figure out the will of, of this season without me. That's not who he is. Yeah, exactly. And I think I was always intimidated by God's will. Uh, and I've, when I would ask him questions, I would not receive answers because my questions were so specific mm-hmm. and so detailed because I wanted to follow his heart and his plan like to the... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's to the, the T. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was shocked, okay, well, Lord, you're not saying anything. You, I, I can't hear anything. I guess you don't want me to. And then we go to the other extreme of all oh, walking just with the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's surrender. I have no idea what am I doing. Mm-hmm. That's, 
I don't, sometimes that's how it looks like, sometimes, but at least at that times, the Lord will give us a big picture. Here's what I think about that, because I think this is a tricky topic, because sometimes, especially in, in Western cultures, especially in America, yeah, sometimes we are too consumed with what is the Lord's will over my life in terms of what am I supposed to be doing in ministry? Who am I supposed to be marrying? Like all of these things. And I honestly, truly think, at least in my example, our number one will in life is to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our soul. That is number one. I do not think he leads us into the other specifics until we get that. In the beginning of my journey, that's all he cared about because everything flows from that. He does not care about your ministry. He does not care about who you're supposed to marry if you are not connected to the true vine. He does not care because he knows it's going to destroy you if you go after that vision, if you go after ministry, if you go after your spouse. So I truly think, again, sometimes we're so focused. What am I supposed to do here on earth, Lord, when it's already been told to us what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to love him with all of our stinking self, everything that we have. We're supposed to love him. We're supposed to be in relationship with him, walking with him, talking with him, and everything in our life should be glorifying him. And until you get that, I don't think he leads us to the other stuff because it's not time. That is Because it'll destroy you. He said only one thing is needed. Jesus said one thing is needed Mm -hmm. to Martha. Mm -hmm. One thing and that is to sit at his feet and listen to him and love him and minister to him and allow him to minister to us. Mm -hmm. And then it happens that everything suddenly kind of opens up in Mm -hmm. front of us and our vision becomes clear because now we're looking through his eyes and we can discern with such an ease in a way what are we supposed to be doing because his life is already flowing through Mm -hmm. us and Mm -hmm. we're not looking and searching for our identity in the things that we are supposed to be doing in ministry and our spouse and whatever it is. Yeah, so like you'll see the details later that we talk about, but... Don't be discouraged if you're seeking the Lord for vision and instead of him telling you these big grandiose plans about your ministry, your job, your family, your spouse, if instead he's telling you things about your personal relationship with him, it is because he's building a deep foundation in you so that you can carry these things when the time is right. Mm. So don't think that it's like, oh, he's just telling me to to talk to him or that's not vision. It is vision. And that is the paramount, most important thing that we should be focusing on. Yeah. So pay attention to that. It doesn't mean that like you missed it or God yeah. doesn't have a vision over your ministry. Yeah. It's just not important. <laughs> I I I wanna I wanna share. It's what the Lord told me that His vision for this year for me was. And yeah. at first, I didn't believe it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?" I had exactly what what you said. Yeah. Exactly the same thought. Now what? Yeah. And then He confirmed it in kind of a two or three times a few days after so i was like okay lord i guess this is real basically he told me that our vision and our theme for this Mm -hmm. year 2024 is jesus Mm -hmm. jesus Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm still like i'm kind of getting into it a bit Mm -hmm. what does it actually mean and how does it actually look like especially with like jesus image and michael Mm kulianos reading the books finding jesus in scripture and and prophets in the old testament just jesus and focusing all my attention even in prayer on jesus not on my wishes my prayers 
my something that I'm doing, but always and just and only Jesus. So yeah. Yeah. What is better than that? <laughs> what is a more clear vision than Jesus? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So good. So stop me if you are wanting to say a couple more things, but I think I'm ready to get into I'm the so, steps. Are I'm you ready? So ready? Let's do it. Let's do okay, it. Okay. So we're going to walk you through <clears throat> what does the vision retreat look like practically? But before we get into this year, I think we have to talk about our vision retreat last year in a little in a little uh, yeah. glimpse, I guess. So we did our vision retreat last year. We were engaged at this point. So we modified a few things. Like we didn't go away together and staying in a hotel. We were not married. Yeah. But um, I think our problem with our vision retreat last year was that we heard vision from the Lord. He was very clear. He told us some pretty big things, such as for us to move to Croatia. That was one of the biggest things just to mention. Just a little small thing. Yeah, just a little small thing. But, I, oh yeah, he also told us to focus on media as our ministry. Our problem and our downfall with our vision retreat last year is that we took what the Lord said, and instead of really getting granular and getting to the detail, we ran with it. Our hearts were pure. Yeah. We were excited. We we're like, the Lord has spoken. This is what we're going to do. And we just went off and we were definitely in the right direction, the same direction God led us to. But we probably went down a few dead end roads that yeah. we did not probably need to go through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that was a huge learning for us going into this vision retreat is because we knew, okay, we don't want the same things to happen last year where we don't get the specifics and we end up getting a cloudy outcome yeah. of what the Lord has said. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to add. You, you, you summarized it pretty well. Basically, we learned a lot on mm -hmm. that vision retreat because God did spoke to us. But then, as you said, we took it and we took his vision and added our yeah. stuff to his vision, what we thought was right. And we didn't ask follow-up questions. Yes. We, we didn't seek him de even deeper mm -hmm. into this. So we just ran with it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as you said. And we almost burned out. It was, yeah. it was no bueno. That's yeah. why. I, that's why we're loving this topic so much exactly and i think we were listening to um a talk the other day and it's like when god speaks typically and like you shared in your examples too he can give you the big big picture the big vision and usually he only gives you like the next first step yep. usually <laughs> but our problem is he gives us step one and then we assume we put our own human knowledge as to what step two is, step yeah. three is, step four is, and we do it in our own might, like you said. We put our own interpretations. We're knocking down doors that are not meant to be open because we're thinking that we have to fill in the blanks. Yeah. But it takes trust and it takes faith to only do what the Lord is telling you to do in a season until further instructions come. Yes. I think when we read... And when we see it in uh, in Gideon, he had 33,000 men. And the Lord was like, nope, that's too much. Because if you win with mm -hmm. 33,000 men, you're going to say that you won, not that right, I won. Right. And then the Lord was like, cut everyone. To, and then like twice he was cutting down people, the Lord was telling him. And he was obedient until he mm -hmm. went on a full-on army with only 300 men and won. Because he was listening step to a step by, he was listening 
to the Lord and yeah. to His voice, and He didn't add anything. Mm-hmm. He was just, okay, this is the next step that the Lord is telling me to ditch half of the army. Right. This is the next step to let mm-hmm. them drink water. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go deeply into into the story, but step by step. Yeah. Once you add things, it doesn't have the power of the Lord's spirit behind it. And yeah. we don't want that. Okay. So jumping back into this vision retreat, I'm going to give you the overview of how we did it. And then babes, you can come in with more specifics. But pretty much the best thing we suggest is taking three to four days away from your normal environment. This is away from distractions, away from your to-do list, away from, you know, having to clean the house and do the laundry and all that stuff. And just to put a pin on this for a second, we got this idea originally from Jimmy Evans. This was not our idea, but we've kind of modified it a little bit um, to what what we needed. But anyways, we get away for three to four days. We wanted three full days. Before we actually went away, we talked about it. We said, okay, like what are the big pillars in our life? Like what didn't necessarily bring us fruit in the last season? Where did we struggle? Like what are the big pillars? Like for us, of course, it's like our marriage, our ministry, family, business, like those main, main pillars. So we already kind of discussed it. We wrote down some questions, some specific questions we wanted to ask the Lord. And, um, once we got to the location, which the Lord completely blessed us with, we don't have a lot of disposable income in this season. <laughs> we don't have a big budget. We do not have a big budget, but again, we wanted to get away from our normal environment and the Lord blessed us with this gorgeous villa. So kudos to the Lord for that. Yes. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We got the whole villa with a pool and jacuzzi for, I don't know, eight people for free. Right, right. It was such a blessing. So anyway, so we escaped. We went to this place before uh, New Year's, right after Christmas. And the way that we structured the three full days was that in the morning we would wake up and we would fast for the morning. We would separate. I was in one room. Mate was in another room. And we would have separate prayer time. And we organized the days by saying, okay, day one, these are the questions we're going to ask. Day two, questions. Day three, questions. So when we were separated... We knew, okay, these are the questions we're tackling today. We both took time to seek the Lord. We were worshiping. We were praying. We were just getting in the stillness to hear his voice. And after that point, we would kind of check in with each other. Like, are you good? Are you ready? Then we would meet together and share our findings from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the amount of confirmation that we got, which we'll get to later, was just absolutely insane. So anyways, after we would share what the Lord told us, then we would talk through it. Like, okay, how does that feel to your spirit? Does your spirit resonate with that? What does that look like practically? And just kind of having really healthy discussions based off of what the Lord said. So we did that for the whole morning. And again, we were fasting through all of this. Then we took the afternoon to basically go on one big long date. We would go out, we walked, we enjoyed nature. We talked more about what God had said. We had dinner, we had romantic times. And then we would repeat the same thing day two and day three. So that's like the overall logistics of what it looked like Mm -hmm. i think the part that i like the most is having our separate Mm -hmm. jesus time in the morning Mm -hmm. and because 
maybe my style i need a different type of worship than yeah, you do yeah. so we were separating ourselves seeking the lord inv- individually okay lord what are you saying about this so that we are each relying on our own relationship with the mm-hmm, lord mm-hmm. and then that the, when we come together this confirmation would be so much stronger yeah. because that's exactly what happened we were not off at all all everything that the lord told mm-hmm. me told kayla mm-hmm. in a totally different way but it was the same, same thing. thing that he was telling to uh, yeah. telling us and that that brings so much reassurance yeah. and so much courage and so much okay lord is with us he's speaking to us he's telling us these things mm-hmm. and that that just brings me and us so much boldness to 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 just run with this vision yeah it builds your faith for sure yeah. because the thing is if you're doing this vision retreat with your partner <clears throat> we have to understand that god is not the author of confusion the enemy is the author of confusion so if you're asking the lord about vision for you know raising your children for example and you come out saying that the children should be homeschooled that's what god told you And then your husband is like, no, God told us that we should send our kids to private school. Those are two completely opposite things. Mm -hmm. So the truth is (laughs) one of the people are hearing from God and the other person is probably hearing from their flesh or from the enemy trying to distract them. So what needs to be done if you have those moments is say, okay, we are going to table this. We're not going to make any rash decisions on this because we know God is going to bring the same answer to both of us. And we're going to have peace about this final decision because again, God's not going to tell you one thing and your husband, the exact opposite, just not in his nature or in his character. Yeah. And two things I want to add to that. One is I have a, a, friend of mine who is really really prophetic and she spoke so much truth and life into my life before so what we did we asked her okay Mm -hmm. we're going on a vision retreat Mm -hmm. uh for four days would you pray for us and in a way with us i didn't give her i didn't even give her the question that we're asking Mm -hmm. the lord nothing i just tell her like seek if the lord has something to to tell you for us so that after we come from our vision retreat and we already have our answers from the lord that we would have another person that can confirm us or direct us or we we could see like oh, okay this is off this is different so we can mm-hmm, seek mm-hmm. the lord more but basically what ended up happened she confirmed so 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 many things which brought us again so much reassurance yeah. and faith and courage okay this is what you're saying yeah. for this year lord and if you have a friend like that that would be amazing 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 to to do and you mentioned one thing <clears throat> That sometimes it's our flesh, sometimes it's the enemy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we we kind of did had an attack in a way from the enemy, which was in a way sneaky because we both got sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We both felt so bad. We uh, It felt like we had high fever, but we didn't have fever. We were... We did. Oh, we did? We <laughs> yes. We had crazy fever we did yes i don't remember that yeah we did you had it more when we got home but i did oh, i was having like i was delirious at night <coughs> oh true 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 yeah we yeah did. yeah we were both stuffy we had the flu. our throats it was it was the flu we were down we mm-hmm. were down mm-hmm. we were down but this part of that we said we are not backing down this is so important for our lives for a whole year we still fasted in the morning Mm -hmm. and we still kept the same schedule Mm -hmm. 
and we just didn't want to allow enemy to take this away from us yeah we we did not fully finish day three though in full disclosure yeah i was actually just so unwell so we just finished the the first part of the day on day three and we pretty much left a night early to go back home because nothing is worse than being sick when you're not at home (laughs) i think the whole world can agree with that but to your point we were so adamant about this being so important to us that even though that last day was kind of a wash once we felt better we did the day three over again here at home we're like we're not sinking giving into the enemy no but like you were saying babes i think this is something for us to learn for the future like how we texted your friend to pray into the the um the vision retreat for us i think going forward we need to have strong prayer warriors covering us leading up to uh the vision retreat because I'm not going to focus on the enemy, but we do live in a spiritual world and there are attacks. So going forward, I would love to just have some people just literally covering us, protecting us and just kind of doing, doing that. I think that would be really important. Go forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. We don't feel released to discuss everything that the Lord revealed to us. There will be a time because we have to glorify the Lord and the way yeah. that he communicated some things and the way that he confirmed it in the weeks to follow. Yeah. It is only the Lord. <laughs> yep. So I definitely want to brag on the Lord when we are released to talk about it. But we did want to talk about um, one big shift that he did tell us just to, again, show you what does it actually practically look like to do this vision retreat? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we're going to talk about our ministry. This mm-hmm. was one of the questions that we that we had that we had for for him regarding our podcast youtube and how does he want our ministry to look like because we were so focused on our on our youtube channel and we we were kind of lost we felt lost at least i was like what is next what are we supposed to be doing what are you seeking the lord from us and ministry was one of the big topics that that we were seeking the lord and i want to read you my journal entry can i just give them a little bit more background yeah just so you understand we were we heard from the lord last vision retreat that his view of ministry for us is media, which is why we pursued it this year. We said, okay, the Lord said media, we're going to pursue it. But this is one of those examples that we kind of went a little off track yeah. and we decided what step two, step three, and step four was. Yes. And this is why we felt burnt out. And this is why we felt like we didn't have enough clarity uh-huh. on what that actually meant. So this question for us was kind of a big question because we just felt like we kind of missed what he said last year. Yes. Yes. Thank you, babes. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good that's a good background. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I heard about ministry. And then babes is, is going to tell you what, what she heard. So mm-hmm. that you can kind of uh, hear and see how it's different in a way, but still the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I heard about ministry, I just heard the Lord saying, doing ministry, doing ministry, doing ministry, like mm-hmm. pouring into people, preaching, teaching, touching, mentoring, discipling, ser- serving. But what stood out the most was finding ministry opportunities, like mm-hmm. find ministry opportunities, create ministry opportunities, and like just doing ministry. And this whole feel and this whole thing was based on like not online but 
in person, like doing it in person with 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 people in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And with the YouTube, I was like, okay, Lord, if this is all in person and I feel it, and you're saying it, how does this tra- how does this translate to our YouTube? And I felt the Lord was saying that YouTube is our creative expression in a way, mm-hmm. not our our first and foremost and main in a way ministry stream but now it's just a creative expression that as we are growing and as he's teaching us mm-hmm. things to it's, it's a way to express our hearts our feelings our vision so we kind of have a news with this podcast also that we're not gonna after january we're not gonna post every mm-hmm. single week we're gonna still see how it gonna how it's look like. Like when the Lord inspire us to do something, then we're gonna release a video just to have a creative mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. outline, mm-hmm. Uh, creative not outline, creative output, creative outlook. I don't know. Outlook. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's what I that's what I knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, for me, I got something similar. Um, the Lord had showed me a vision of for like imagine a big blanket being nailed down at each end of the blanket and he was like highlighting these are four pillars like four uh foundational parts of our ministry he revealed to us that there will be a business aspect to our ministry at some point he said that he the second aspect or the second pillar is that he wants us to be a voice for the kingdom which primarily, as Mate got, is going to be more through podcast than through YouTube. Mm-hmm. He also showed me the third pillar of being us actually preaching and doing ministry, uh, doing uh. traditional ministry. And then the fourth pillar was like a family ministry and about kind of pursuing kingdom families. The Lord literally said word for word, there isn't always going to be a blueprint. It's step by step. Uh-huh. So we we're like, okay. And then the Lord also told me that we need to simplify the message. And what he told us the day before we asked this question, which relates to this, is that we had asked him, like, what is our our vision as a couple? Like, why did yeah, you put us together, together, Lord? And he was just revealing some amazing things. And one of the things that he revealed is that he truly wants us as a couple to pursue everything that the kingdom has to offer to have an abundant and full relationship with the Lord, to be living with him day in and day out, to be going on adventures with the Lord and with each other and to just live this radical life of faith. And with that, he wants us to show people what that looks like in a practical way. So that's kind of the lens that now we have for ministry because that's mm-hmm. why he put us together as a couple. Yeah. So it was just really cool to see that because as Mate said, it completely changed how we are currently doing things. Yeah. And it makes sense because we were so burnt out <clears throat> at the end of the year because again, we were doing it in our own strength and yeah. we weren't following the Lord's uh, full vision. Uh-huh. <laughs> we took his vision and we ran with it. So this is just an example of what the vision retreat can actually give you that you continue to ask the questions, you go deeper with whatever your main question is, like, okay, Lord, what does that look like? What is the first step for me in this, Lord? Um, And yeah, it was just really cool to have more focus. We left feeling so invigorated, so strengthened, so excited, so at peace. And we're like, okay, now we know what we're supposed to be doing. And we're both just ready to do it because why? It's empowered by his spirit. 
Yeah. And the the last thing that was super, super important for me and for us, and that we want to kind of say that's, that we, we would want to advise you to do so on on our, um, when we finished our vision retreat, we mm-hmm. came home and we still had that one day that mm-hmm. we were like, okay, the enemy's not taking this away. We're mm-hmm. still going to pray into it, seek more uh, details and stuff from the Lord. But then what we did we said, okay, we have all of these, what the Lord has been telling me, what the Lord has been telling you. Let's join it together. Let's put it on one piece of paper that's going to be super simplified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's going to have the main theme for that area of our lives. We talked about ministry here. So, okay, what about ministry? What is the main th- theme yeah. here? What are, we, what, are, uh, what are our ins and outs in a way, what are we going to stop doing? What's going mm-hmm. out in a way? And what are we pouring in? Mm-hmm. And specifically, what is our... Uh, what's like our goals or whatever. Our goals. Like, how are we... Our steps. No, how did we call it? Like, the, all the way... The right column. Uh, I can't remember. It's okay. It's just basically practical steps. Practical how steps. How it. are we going to do it? Yeah, just like goals in a way. Or how are we going to achieve what the Lord has told us? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, we put this all in one piece of paper for each and every section that we were praying into. And now we we have it. But you missed the best part. It wasn't just those. We also made a manifesto. Oh, manifesto. That's what we called it. So we went through, again, each of the big pillars that we asked him. But we literally, to hold ourselves accountable to Mm -hmm. the Lord and to each other, we wrote specific statements like, we (laughs) commit to the lord and to ourselves to do x y and z this year we commit to do blank 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 we will do blank 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 yes so that it is so stinking clear yes that we basically took everything that the lord told us and like disseminated it into clear concise statements we want to print it out and literally frame it and put it in our house so that we see it top of mind that way we know if we're taking up an opportunity that is contradicting something that is on that manifesto chances are we shouldn't be doing that and we need to check ourselves because we do not want to get into the same position we were in last year 100 percent. and if it is a manifesto then we are doing it and we are knowing that even though we feel tired and we don't feel like we're we're supposed to be doing it something no the lord has said it and he's gonna empower us Mm -hmm. to do it because this is his will for the Mm -hmm, season mm -hmm. of our lives so good And we want to give you guys a little bit of a challenge. So if you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to do this. Whether or not you already made your 2024 goals and visions and you realized, oh shoot, I didn't really include the Lord in it. Or you haven't done anything yet and you're stressed out about what your year is going to look like. It's never too late. You can do this now. You can do this in three months from now. Like whenever you feel like you're being led astray or whenever you feel like you don't have vision, you can ask the Lord to give you vision. And before I get into some examples, I think just use wisdom. Like what areas in your life are currently bringing you confusion? What areas of your life are bringing you pain? Are you just feeling lost in? Those are the specific areas that you can ask him about. If you feel like your prayer life sucks, then ask him questions like that. Lord, what is your vision for my spiritual growth this year? Mm -hmm. If you are stressed out about your career and you think you're going to get laid off this year and you don't know what you should do, Lord, what is your vision over my career this year? Right? So... Again, use wisdom, what's going on in your life, but just some three general questions you can ask the Lord. 
is, Lord, what is your vision over my life in 2024? You can ask him second question, Lord, what should my focus be in 2024? Mm -hmm. And lastly, Lord, what needs to die in my life in 2024? So these are just examples, but just to show you, ask him these more uh, broad pillars or categories of your life. But from there, go deeper. Ask him the deeper questions as he reveals things to you. Ask him, okay, Lord, well, what does that look like? When you say this phrase, Lord, what do you mean by that? I don't really get it. Lord, what is the first step I should be doing towards this? Ask him, seek him, go deeper. Don't just take the first thing he gives you and run with it like we did. Ask the follow-up questions. That is so good. And then I'm going to just repeat to all of you the, the last recorded words in the Bible from Mary. Do whatever he tells you. Mm. Do whatever he tells you because he's going to empower you. And no matter how big it looks like mm-hmm. or small, he's going to open up the doors for you and he is going to, to do it. We just need to seek him, as, as you said. Hey, Sinking Man. We are so excited to have had this time to share this with you guys. Yeah. Clearly, it's something we're really passionate with. Yeah. And we just bless you to always have a heart that you are turning to the Lord for his vision over every part of your life. And we just bless your ears to hear the Lord's voice, to even hear the smallest whisper. And we bless you with grace and with strength to follow through with what the Lord says over your life and to be encouraged and have hope that if he says it, he will do it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, Amen. babes. We love you guys and we bless you. And thank you for being with us. Bye. Bye.